This is the Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Do you ever struggle managing anger? Do you wonder how to communicate better when you're feeling angry? Up next on the show, how to express anger in a healthy way. But first, I believe the most important key to success is the ability to authentically influence and persuade others. If you've ever wanted to achieve more, both at work and at home, then I recommend the video course, Influence, Maximize Your Impact. Visit lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence to learn more. And if you register today, you can save 25% by using the coupon code 25OFF. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence and use the coupon code 25OFF. A listener recently asked me to address implosive anger. It's also called repressed anger. In fact, there's a funny movie that addresses the subject. It's called Anger Management with Jack Nicholson as a psychiatrist trying to help Adam Sandler's character realize he has a problem. He says to Adam, quote, there are two kinds of angry people, explosive and implosive. Explosive is the kind of individual that you see screaming at the cashier for not taking their coupons. Implosive is the cashier who remains quiet day after day and finally shoots everyone in the store. You're the cashier. Hearing Jack Nicholson say those words is both funny and scary at the same time. Sometimes people who appear mild-mannered really are as calm as they seem and don't get upset easily. But some people are actually getting upset. They just aren't letting it show. The first sign of implosive anger is denial. So going back to the movie, after the doctor tells Adam he's the cashier, Adam replies, no, 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 I'm the guy hiding in the frozen food section, dialing 911, I swear. Denial. Those are the people who say, I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed, or I'm not angry, I'm just upset. They can't admit to themselves that they're feeling anger. However, though they won't admit something made them angry, they will withdraw from the person or the situation and then brood over the incident. How rude he was. I can't believe he said that to me. And in front of everyone, he humiliated me. The angry person replays the event over and over and over. And maybe you felt that way from time to time. I know I have. But when people have an anger problem, withdrawing and brooding go to an extreme. According to an article in Psychology Today, anger is triggered by some sense of having been disempowered. Thus, the purpose of anger is to eliminate a feeling of powerlessness. So anger wants to attack. Expressed anger attacks the other person in some way. But who does suppressed anger attack? It attacks you. It's well known that negative stress causes a variety of illnesses. In fact, a study at UC Berkeley recently found that repressing anger leads to back pain and stiff muscles. So let it out, right? Well, maybe not so. According to that same study, venting causes heart disease. And what about a physical vent, maybe punching something to get it out or taking a jog? Apparently, that doesn't help either. A study called Does Venting Anger Feed or Extinguish the Flame? indicated that because exercise keeps the heart rate and the blood pressure elevated and doesn't distract the angry person from thinking about it, 
the person's anger remains high and perhaps even higher. So what's an angry person to do then? Of course, emotions help us manage our experiences. And since we sometimes have negative experiences, negative emotions serve a purpose in our lives and should not be denied or suppressed. But they need to be managed and communicated in a healthy way. The first approach is to calm down. And my advice about how to calm down before speaking in public is very useful. In in my episode, Five Ways to Speak Up Without Freaking Out, my guest and I discuss recognizing your feelings as normal, then learning to calm them through visualization and deep breathing. The next method is to change the way you look at the situation. It's often helpful to consider the other person's perspective or try to think of it as if you were a fly on the wall. How would a casual observer evaluate the situation? What if both sides gave their perspectives? In the episode, How to Handle Rude Questions, I discussed that a bit. And additionally, doing things incompatible with anger can make a huge difference. How can you be angry while watching a comedy or playing with kittens or or watching a cute baby panda sneeze? If you've calmed down enough to look at the situation somewhat objectively and you find you have a legitimate reason to be angry, it's important to communicate it in a way that will improve and resolve the situation and your feelings and not perpetuate them. I've discussed many times on the show the value of diplomatic speaking. And in a nutshell, you need to think about what you will say, choose your words carefully, and then listen with an open mind. Did several podcasts, How to Have a Difficult Conversation, How to Handle Criticism, Six Constructive Ways to Give Negative Feedback, How to Be More Diplomatic. You should also consider the other person's communication style. You might be a quiet type, but someone else might be more dynamic or to the point. Neither communication style is bad, but the difference always guarantees misunderstandings. And some of my best podcast subjects on this topic are how to deal with people more effectively, how to deal with difficult people, communicate better with different types of people. Does your communication style hold you back? That's my favorite one. And finally, remember that sometimes life is hard. Sometimes you have to choose to be happy. If you or someone you love continues to have issues with anger or sadness, please talk to a professional. But usually putting into practice the suggestions in this podcast should help you balance anger so that it's a rare occurrence. This is Lisa B. Marshall, changing organizations, changing lives, and changing the world through better communication. As always, your success is my business. If you'd like to learn more about how to gain commitment and foster collaboration in an authentic manner, I encourage you to check out the video course, Influence Maximize Your Impact. If you register today, you can save 25% by using the coupon code 25OFF. Visit lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence and use the coupon code 25OFF. And just a quick reminder, you may want to sign up for the newsletter. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash subscribe. Some huge news coming, and you're going to want to get the newsletter to find out what the big news is. Thanks. Hi, I'm Johanna Rocco from Newfoundland, Canada. If you'd like to be a more compelling communicator, I invite you to read Lisa's best-selling books, Smart Talk, and Ace Your Interview. 
I read Smart Talk in preparation for attending my very first convention. One lesson I learned and used frequently was how to correctly shake hands. That skill was essential in helping me relax and feel confident when meeting people at the convention. I also want to encourage you to become a Lisa B. VIP, like me, by visiting lisabmarshall.com slash VIP. That's lisabmarshall.com slash VIP. Finally, you can learn more about Lisa's keynotes and workshops at lisabmarshall.com or if you have a question for Lisa, send it to publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. <music>